podcast for my birthday <laughs> we did this is all for you john guys welcome to john's birthday party happy wow. birth covid safe social distancing uh, all, all live on the air <laughs> <laughs> all five of us fully vaccinated all five fully of us. vaccinated yeah. as, as, of today of today? Or as of yes to, uh, as of like uh, today because i got vaccinated on a saturday for the second one two wow weeks ago. ours was earlier this week we were so, officially or a friday Look at, us all. Look at us Look all being that. sexy and vaccinated. Well, are you yeah. Pfizer or Moderna? Pfizer, come on. Thank goodness. I mean, you're hot. So Everyone else sense. in my like apartment got Moderna. No, pretty hot. And you know what? Makes they sense. all Mariah's have like, pretty bad like first... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> really funny. Say? She said, makes sense. Mariah is punching. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it, but that's okay. It, <laughs> it means you're, you're out of her leech. Oh, I mean, she's like punching about her weight. Oh, punching. I think you said punchy. Oh, but no. she has like Mariah the urge to punch very no. often. <laughs> and that's related and I was like, to Moderna. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you guys do in like <laughs> acting school, but. What were no. you saying about how awkward it was when everyone had. Oh, everyone got like first time, first dose symptoms. Losers. Actually, that's not true. Mariah didn't really, but you know what? We'll pretend she did. <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah. But I got second dose symptoms. Nice. And Me I had too. A fever. I, I drank so much Gatorade, I kind of cheated the system. I had my my friend pain. did that with Pedialyte. Yeah, I drank so much Gatorade, I thought it was going to burst, but one paracetamol later and I was completely fine. Nice. Well, I had joint pain. <laughs> like, like you got like arthritis or something <laughs> from the vaccine. For 24 hours, I got to experience in first person what it's like to have <laughs> rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like, what? Really that shitty, really like, New York really Post strange. headline that's like, oh, the COVID vaccine gave me arthritis. <laughs> oh and it's God. just like one out of millions it's of just people. It's a picture of Una, like, me. <laughs> <laughs> me. To give it a sound effect because like I realized that it was a podcast. <laughs> no, but like I think sense, th- right? I think the listeners get it, yeah. like knowing what Una looks like generally. <laughs> well, I bet some people don't actually know what Una looks like. I don't think right. we've made Should it that we describe far yet. what Una looks like? Well, I mean, I I know a couple Roast people who don't me. follow Roast the Instagram. Me. Nice to me. <laughs> <Be> nice. <laughs> <to> me the <laughs> ratatouille. <laughs> I do sometimes think I look like a rat. That's why I you said you kind of like you you do like you have, but it's partially <laughs> also your energy like <laughs> does rat-like make like energy like scurrying like, energy not, not like, just rat but like specifically Remy like I would absolutely <laughs> believe Una climbs into like chef's hats <laughs> and oh. like controls them by pulling on yeah. their hair hundred yeah. percent I did at one point of my life climb when into I was a chef's hat when That's I was young and impressionable. And I saw the Ratatouille movie, the Ratatouille movie, and he, you know how he like takes a bite of something and then colors and music burst into the air. Yeah. 
And he like bites into cheese, and it's like pew 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 pew. Then he bites into a grape, and it's ba pow ba pow. I may or may not have tried to do that a lot. <laughs> but you mean like just just do acid <laughs> with cheese? Yeah, it didn't work. Also, you know when he uh, splits a grape in half and drinks it? Mm-hmm. You tried to do that. I yeah, haven't watched work. the Ratatouille movie in enough detail to understand half of these references. I'm not going to lie. That's really embarrassing. Like, I know you. what you're saying, but I... Yeah, I also... I'm, like, like was, here, like, I remember the rat in the hat, <laughs> and I remember the food critic, and that's about it. Yeah. Did he... Was there Was there ever, like... I always thought about this. So, have any of you seen or know of Weekend at Bernie's, right? Yes. Like, no. Okay, so, basically, these three friends are, like, on vacation. One of them is, like, dead... Um, and, but when you say like dead, (laughs) I mean like not alive, you know? And so, but like they wanted his corpse to like party, you know, one last like weekend on the beach partying. And so they basically like puppeteer him around and like, I haven't seen the movie in a very long time. No, me neither. But I'm pretty sure there's a sex scene in that one. (gasps) Maybe. Or I've heard jokes about what if there was a sex scene in that movie. Where, like, they have they to, like, puppeteer him. him to have sex. What if, like, they did that in Ratatouille? Wait, With, like, the hang hair? On, hang on. Because that guy was nervous around, like, the, 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 the woman he was yet, in love with they? for a very long time. So you're saying that the guy, what was the chef called? I don't know. I know Remy is okay. the rat. Yeah, Remy, Remy fucks is the for rat. sure. Oh, I just want that to be clear. Do you think clear. Remy's like sharing his game with the guy, with Absolutely. the chef? By like controlling him in the bedroom and in his hat? stops at cooking? So what Linguini. I'm hearing, what his, I'm hearing His name is, is fucking Linguini because they're racist. Okay, okay his okay. name is Linguini. I don't know if it's does, because does they're Pixar racist. Does Pixar have an agenda? <laughs> an anti-Italian agenda? But what I'm hearing is, you think, Katrin, that the way that you seduce a mouse... Is the same as the way uh, a, rat. a rat. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Really f- wow, a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of buttons being pushed. Yeah, here. I'm sorry. The way that you seduce a rat mm-hmm. is similar to that of the way that you seduce a woman. I think you're assuming that Remy is into rats. I think you're assuming a lot about Remy's I am sexuality. Because I would like to say that if Remy is into women, that is very problematic. I'm sorry. Have you seen the so, B movie? So There's a precedent. Oh yeah. Here. Oh my god. That's wait, wait, wait. true. Pixar doesn't really care. I don't think. Well, I don't think the B movie is Pixar. To be fair, yeah, it's not. Dreamworks. Dreamworks. Okay. Well, oh, the same fucking ginormous Pixar conglomerate of like five Pixar. rich men. Pixar <laughs> believes in family values. <laughs> Dreamworks. They play it fast and loose with Shrek. <laughs> The B movie, all of this disgusting <laughs> hypersexual, yeah, yeah. Wait, a donkey go, and a dragon. Yeah. Like, what is that? In a world no, that's a match where look at him, look at him go. Uh, Ratatouille was right. made by Pixar, Dreamworks. right? Dreamworks. Mm-hmm. Which one are we deciding is the Dreamworks? Doesn't care. Okay, Pixar, right. Dreamworks. So in a world where Ratatouille sexual. is made by Dreamworks, mm-hmm. in that case, I think it'd be very interesting to have a scene where mm-hmm. Remy helps Linguini. By the way, his name is Alfredo Linguini. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you think he has Maybe a brother named like... DreamWorks. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe DreamWorks should buy the rights and make uh, Ratatouille 2. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Two. two. That was <laughs> But the two is... No, spelled. I get it. I get but it. which one? There's like two like tuh sounds there. Which no, one is rata it? Rata. And two. then the number two. E. Okay. And then e. You know not that's exactly how they would do it too. Oh, I know. I can see the poster right now. They should yeah. have me in their the marketing campaign. Two e. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. This time the human has to like control Remy. Maybe Remy's old and like <laughs> has arthritis because <laughs> of the vaccine. Wait, wait, so it's like a, it's like a 
human riding a rat. <laughs> no, and it's very clear the human's there, but everyone just plays along because they're like, yeah, he was really like good friends with the rat. It really like mm. messed him up oh when, God, when Remy yeah. started not doing too it well. It turns into like a drama it's about like really depressing. linguese, yeah. like insanity because no, yeah, of how yeah. close he is to this rat. No, exactly. Guys, I, have something to add. I have something to add and mm. it may or may not be, you know, I remember too much of this movie, apparently. Okay. <laughs> it hit you too close to <laughs> To be fair, you do seem very upset about Wait, how racist Doesn't the movie take place in France? So, so it's, yes, exactly. What did I tell you about <laughs> French people, John? <laughs> I agree. I want to point out that Una was shaking her mic as she, she said was that. She was furious. The anger was what in her I told veins. you about French people. <laughs> so as far as sex and that rat go. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's going to tell There's us she watched Ratatouille porn now. I was going to say, it definitely exists. I'm heads sure up does. for oh, the audience. DreamWorks probably made it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? DreamWorks actually owns Pornhub. <laughs> you know, Disney legally makes it so that when you are an artist for them, everything you create, whether it's in the workplace or outside of the workplace, while you work mm -hmm. for Disney, they own. That's similar so to Asian. Out of yeah. spite. Yeah. Out of spite. So many of the artists draw hentai and porn and whatever. And just Disney has <laughs> so much ridiculous porn. amounts of, you know, like That's ratatouille beautiful. porn and oh Mickey my Mouse God. porn. Can we find some? Wait, I don't have oh my phone. Lordy. But we'll what look, I was going we'll to we'll we'll say is as far as sex and that rat go, mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. is a scene where Linguini... <coughs> Rename him, so does Una. Does mean the Americans have got confused between the Italians and the French? I don't know. I think they did. That definitely think. can't be the case. But Italians are like 30 times less annoying than French people. But if it's people. set in France and he's called it's Alfredo true. Linguini, that's a little sus. Well, maybe he's it's an immigrant. set in France? You don't know. It's set in Paris. Yeah. The city oh, you're of, so the right. City it of is love. set in Paris. More, more cause for a sex scene. <laughs> It, they're really building ambiance. It's there. occurring to me right now how much I can quote that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's occurring to everyone else too. <laughs> well, okay, so it, that one scene where Linguini's, he's like racked with guilt that he's letting this rat control him and like he's getting all the. <laughs> The, <laughs> the emotional depth. Racked with guilt. <laughs> Racked with guilt about having a rat in his hat. It was a very challenging role for the actor that chose to be Linguini. No, he's getting all the credit for the rats cooking and and uh, Colette. You remember Colette? Oh, yeah. Was, Colette was the love interest, right? Oh, yeah. I couldn't remember. Colette. Is that an Italian name? No, that's a French name. Yeah. Oh, Colette. Colette. Colette helped Colette. him get... Oui, oui. Mm. She's oui, oui, Colette. Baguette. She's a, she, she a badass. She a badass. Baguette's Colette. <laughs> It rhymes. Or it Colette rhymes. is like, you are getting all the credit and I taught you, although technically it's the rat that's doing all the work. But Linguini's like, no, Colette, wait, wait. And she, he runs after her and he is trying to confess about the rat and is saying, I have a little, I, I have a little teeny tiny. Oh, and you can see her eyes. Pixar, you naughty dogs. You can uh, see her eyes his go from his face to his crotch and then mm. back up again. You see, you see that's Pixar and likes to act like they're all family so, friendly. Yeah. They're just as dirty as DreamWorks. They're just more ashamed of it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what happens next? Less in your face. Mm. Remy makes Linguini kiss Colette. Spoiler alert. So, so, so from it my, wasn't us who sexualized the rat then. It was Pixar. So from Colette's perspective... This like, <laughs> this like skinny, nervous, redhead Italian guy, literally named Alfredo Linguini, goes up to her, says, "I have a small penis," and then kisses her. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking 
power move. <laughs> Something Honestly, about that doesn't feel right doesn't when you say it out right, loud. Also, when you say power move, you're not wrong. Like, yeah. I mean, can, can you fault him? Like, he was confident. But also, once you tell somebody, I have a small penis, like, before any, like, other kind of date, romantic relationship, whatever, like, develops, if that's Una, if that, that is the timeline of the movie... Like, a, you can really get away with, with anything. <laughs> if she's still going to be like, mm, I want him. <laughs> him and his tiny Italian <laughs> penis. <laughs> ah, tiny Italian uh, penises. Una, fact checking? I will not comment on tiny Italian penises. Tell, okay. <laughs> tell us about every Italian penis you've ever seen. Were they all tiny? I will not comment. She's shaking her head. She is not shaking her head. She said she didn't comment. They're She's actually drawing us pictures right now. <laughs> life size Ooh, Put your camera images. all the way. I don't want to see them. Ooh, no, I don't want to see that oh, many losers oh. right now. No one asked. Stop. Una, why are you pulling out pictures. a poster board? Is <laughs> oh my God. You had all those Italian men just in your room ready? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Guys, so, go so away. We're recording a podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that was a great. Well, so, John, who the hell are you, my guy? <laughs> John, Jonathan, John, John, John. Mm, 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 who yeah. are you, John? Um, what so, do you my do? name is John. I grew up in Fairfax, Virginia, mm-hmm. which is in Northern Virginia. Devin, our intern, is fist pumping because he also grew up there, um, though we didn't cross paths, or maybe we did in like our childhood when we were very young on a playground or like in like rec league soccer. Or something. I like to I believe that's knew. true. That would be like really funny. Is it a big city? Would you like? What are the yeah, odds? It's like so. It's like the county is like eh, relatively big, but like I could drive from where Devin about lived to where I about lived in like twenty five minutes tops. If I took the highway, like seven. Um, <laughs> okay, but that's also with cool me driving, so it would take like fifteen. Yeah, minutes I don't trust John people. as a driver. I don't I'm want to expose him right driver. now. I'm a very brave driver. I but I do not trust John. I as a driver. have never gotten in an accident. I've never gotten in a ticket. Got in a ticket. <laughs> Imagine being able to get inside a ticket. I Damn. wouldn't know because they've never given me one. <laughs> when we go home. And although people say that I'm a driver who is a little brave, I would say. And I would say efficient because I get us there as quickly as possible. Oh, my God. When we go home, me and John have always caught up while driving. That's yeah. like when we FaceTime each other and like, oh my God, the anxiety this man gives me when he drives. Like he'll literally be like, oh wait, show me that thing you bought. And he's like, got the phone like up to his face. And I'm like, John, you're driving. I only do that at red lights. Most of the time I'll have the phone like sitting on the dashboard, like so that she can see my face. And like I can do the occasional glance. I just did a quick glance for those. Sometimes listening. I get put on the passenger seat and I get to look at the sky through your skylight. That's yeah. Fine. Whenever like I turn a little like mm. too hard, the phone. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, John, I'm going flying. Stop. <laughs> okay, but for the love of God, this is not Remy's episode. This is John, John Callis' who are you? episode. Who are you? Not your Italianness. Not how bad of a driver you are. Okay. Okay. What? Who are the, you? The, what do you do? The, the rundown. So I'm a junior at a New York University. Uh, I major uh, in Middle Eastern Islamic studies. Mm -hmm. I specialize in political economy and political geography, mostly in Syria and occasionally in Lebanon and Palestine as well. Um, Outside of school, I work at an e-zine slash digital publication called Jedalia. Check it out. It's awesome. It's way cooler than whatever New York Times, Washington Post, whatever garbage that they put out. Um, And I also do work in the city with a cool group called Within Our Lifetime, which mm-hmm. is a Bay Ridge-based group um, that does stuff for Palestine, which is very cool. 
Yeah. Um, that's most of me. So basically, John's really to. fucking cool. Yeah. I am. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> and does a lot. I'm more than just really yeah. funny, believe it or not. And no one said you were really funny, babe. More than just a pretty yeah. face. <laughs> Kind of gauged. From, from <laughs> gauged that I thought you were funny. I figured Uno was drunk enough to, to I think like you're funny. go with I it. I think you're funny. Uh, <laughs> did you bring any baggage with you? Um, sure. So I've been trying to think of baggage the entire time this podcast has been going on. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so I mean, do I have we to describe s- the bag? Is that a thing I have yes, to I do? I was literally oh, going to say, God, if you want to stall listener. a little bit more, you can describe the bag. Okay, okay. So I have, the only bag that I have is like a black duffel bag that I bought in a rush last year. Oh, like I remember preparing that. for like fleeing New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a black like Herschel cylinder kind of duffel bag. It has one zipper. Mm-hmm. It it packs like a good week's worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, can't complain. We love um, her. And what's inside of it? This has to be like a New York related thing. I feel it like New Yorkers to be, but yeah. try to be like the most most most. This is the next segment with a list. With a list. <laughs> I don't think we should do that. Yeah, I don't think we should either. That feels. We've already we've already uh, pressed a lot of buttons in yeah, the rat and Italian community. <laughs> Let's not cross it. The French are definitely mad at us. Uh, so the, the, like. Who cares about the French? Who cares about the French? <laughs> Sorry, French people. <laughs> I don't know if the, does does do, do the listeners so hear this? Sorry. Why is Tishon? <laughs> There's like just started playing. Deja is this like? It's just started playing on the Alexa. Alexa, oh my god! Stop. Maybe this is the perfect time to plug High School Musical, the musical, the series, <laughs> season two. <laughs> I mean, it might be season premiere just came out. I think it's I watched great. like seven minutes of it this oh, morning. I can't wait. What? Oh my god, wait, what we, is happening? That's what we're doing all weekend. Guys, guys, guys. Is, is, it's because is, earlier oh when god. the I thought the Wi-Fi was being slow, so I went so to Alexa funny. and I said, Hey Alexa. <laughs> I said, but loud. I said, Hey Alexa, play Deja Vu by Olivia Rodrigo. Is this ASMR? <laughs> oh, but she doesn't want Alexa to do it again. Yeah, yeah. No, but oh. she and but so like, did you maybe pause it? it? But and then no, she no, I didn't ha- pause it. It didn't play. So I thought, yes. <laughs> The Alexa Wi-Fi has being... like a four hour delay on her right now. <laughs> that was so funny. Just like Okay. So anyway, that song that song bangs. I love I I wish Olivia Rodrigo made not just breakup songs, but like also they've all been so good so far. She just came out with another one like last night. Still breakup song. Also very good. No, yeah, but it's also very good. So I'm I'm okay with it. Do you think she released her third song at the same time as High School Musical, the musical series? Oh, absolutely. Also, her like album is coming out in two weeks Mm -hmm. or something. Oh, I'm so excited. She's ready for May. But apparently, the entire album is breakup songs. Oh, probably, but. Do we care? No, I don't care. It's a 17-year-old writing songs yeah. about her first art. Like, uh, cool. She's phenomenal. Good for her. Yeah. She's the latest better than gloves. I could have ever done. Ugh. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so, so my baggage. Your baggage. Yeah. You feel, feel like, like New York people. New York people. And by New York people, I specifically mean like people who live in East Village. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So NYU kids. <laughs> NYU kids. I didn't want to say it, but like all NYU kids irk me. But I just feel like like people who live in this area try so hard to be like, unique and quirky. I mean, this might be somebody else's baggage. I haven't listened to all no, the episodes. No, this is, okay. I feel like this is a general like dislike no, no, no. that everyone has. Of, just keep no, going, no, this babe. Is new. They just try so hard to be like different. They're like, oh mm. my God, I wear the wackiest clothes or like, oh, we do the craziest stuff or like sometimes they're a little psychopathic about it. Maybe that's not the right word to use, but it feels like the right word to use where they like, they pick like a niche that they want to be like 
they care about, whether it's like something that has to do with like activism or fashion or whatever. And they like just get a little psycho about it in a way where it's like no longer like an interesting thing or like they're doing anything to like shift whatever. I don't know what they're saying they're trying to do, but it's all, it just like becomes like an identity trait. Like, hi, I'm Melinda. Know if you know anyone named Melinda, I, <laughs> I love that you but, looked at me to be like, "Oh no, shit! You have a friend called Melinda." I don't like, know. Part of me was like, looked, "What if you there's... got like really afraid all of a sudden?" I was like, "Watch the next podcast guest be like Melinda." Welcoming Melinda. Melinda. Yeah. Hi, I'm Melinda, Melinda, the East Village vegan. Yeah. Like I, Am I Melinda? just really care about like I, I don't know, like pick a random issue, mm-hmm. something. I really care about the Earth. But then, like, doesn't do I'm anything really about the I'm really beginning to feel earth. like I'm Melinda Hirsch, guys. But, like, you do, like, like you are generally, like, smarter than Melinda would be. Okay, cool. Generally? Because Melinda... Generally, not, on the, not often, but sometimes. Melinda here doesn't do critical thinking. Oh, that's, I that's Don't the, be like Melinda. Don't be like Melinda who turns an issue into an identity rather than a thing to think through. That's, oh, that's fair. Like that's that. fair. That makes but sense. I feel like every East Villager, especially NYU kid, does that with something. Mm. And then, like, they focus on that instead of, like, learning how to do laundry because their mom always mm. did their laundry. Or their oh, man. no, you I, know that does irk me about? a little bit when people are, like, so on their high horse but can't, like, But can't cook. do basic things <laughs> without, like, like can't, like, yeah. Yeah, I, it's, like, that good, is good very to much know an that you NYU depended thing. on, like, your family's yeah. labor for your entire mm-hmm. life. What does it say about me that I keep thinking Melinda Gates? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates did her laundry that whole time. <laughs> He got fed up, and that's when they're getting divorced now. You think Bill Gates was doing Melinda? It's been 50 years. <laughs> Figure this out. It's so funny. Is she still just, you know, like... <laughs> I was going to say thrifting. <laughs> yeah, no, because she has so much money now, she can't wash because her clothes. She, she just about... buys new ones. And also, I was thinking about like making the environment, and so I was like, oh... Mm-hmm. She's thrifting and yeah. she, he's doing her laundry. Who's mm-hmm. that one celebrity? Sorry, small tangent. Promise it's small. Who's that one celebrity that does not rewear underwear? Remy? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he doesn't wear underwear, period. Do you mean Justin Bieber? Does he? Maybe. Justin Bieber gets so many free Calvin Klein underwear that he just throws them out. That makes sense, though. No, like, he's no, a no. model. No, no. It, like, it's not a celebrity who that so gets wasteful. free underwear necessarily. Well, like, if I were Justin Bieber, I'd just sell, sell the them. underwear. You, I know. You, yeah, like, that's a whole like he side business. He doesn't need the extra money. <laughs> he was a charity. Yeah, but Imagine he could use, like, Justin Bieber just has like a for, deep like, pocket other hustle where yeah. he's just selling Calvin Klein underwear but, that like, he gets. That sent. would absolutely go crazy. Like, yeah. Oh wait, he would make a lot of money if you wore them first. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're saying. Yeah, that's the thing. That's a real side. Hu- you're right. right. Hmm, smart. I I don't know if it's Justin Bieber, but good to know that he does it too. Mm-hmm. But just doesn't do underwear laundry because is it gross? Kylie Jenner. Maybe her too. I think Kylie Maybe this Jen- is popular among celebrities. I think celebrities. also I've heard Kylie Jenner say the same thing that she has so many under like so much free underwear. I mean, I'm sure watch Skims is sending Watch her Calvin Klein be an actual just cult, and like part <laughs> of their thing is like you never rewear Calvin Klein. <laughs> Calvin Klein is the Illuminati. No, I, the way like, I remember this sure. is that this person chose to buy new underwear rather than oh, wash them. Gross. Yeah, to um, wear it more than once ever. God, what a what a privilege. 
Crazy. Yeah, that's anyway, never having ridiculous. to wash your underwear. East Village Or having does. to get Bill Gates to wash your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I love... Like, would you rather always be getting new underwear or always making Bill Gates wash your underwear? <laughs> always Bill making Bill Gates, Gates, right? Gates wash my underwear. Because, like, imagine, like, that's one of the <laughs> richest people man. in the world. <laughs> he has so power much power. Man. And he washes my <laughs> underwear. <laughs> oh, my God. If I treat him good enough, maybe he'll give me like a little yacht as a birthday present one time. I mean, if you're married to the guy, I'm sure you've got access to the yacht. No, Imagine Bill Gates being like, thank you. Imagine Bill Gates being like, thank you for letting me do your underwear. He's, He's a, a yacht. Like, that's just a simp. He's there, like totally could be like a kink, like doing no, the things. That's for like, sure. He doesn't have to do we'll anything. Okay, you so know he Bill gives Gates is a little like bit of a freak. Like, you know, he's into some like weird shit. Maybe he got to the point where he's like, I've done most things in my life. But I haven't washed. That's what I'm saying. Like when you've got that's, everything, that's a good point. maybe the thing you <laughs> want to do argument. is the things that no one else wants to do. You know, yeah. like washing wow. other people's underwear. That's funny. That's a, that's a fair point. But back to Melinda. Back to Melinda. Um, I feel I feel that I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Learning basic life skills is very important. Mm-hmm. More important than having the best outfit on the street. Unless you have Bill Gates to do your underwear, then just focus on your clothes. Yeah, um, makes your bed. Bill Gates. Oh. Elon Musk. <laughs> it also like reminds me. It also reminds me of the like TikTokers. Mm-hmm. Some of the TikTokers who like just. I feel like they just have so much money. Do you mean they're like yeah. day in the life New York? Day TikTokers? in the life New York, and they oh, always like, go oh, to all these expensive. Apartment. Yeah, and they go yeah, to all these yeah. expensive thrift shops, and they're like, and it's like probably spending vintage, like three hundred dollars yeah. a day, and you're like. Whoa. What? Go to class. You know, like. <laughs> what are your grades like? Yeah, it really Melinda. confuses me. And like the other day, I watched a TikTok of this woman, and it was like day in the life of a housewife in New York City, and she spent three thousand dollars in one day. Three thousand dollars on what? In one day, getting her hair done, getting her face done, buying her friend dinner, taking yeah, cabs everywhere. Market. Just you know. I Why mean, would no. she go on the subway with that street trash? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Crazy. I wonder if the problem there is like TikTok or if that's just wealth. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, she would have been doing t- that anyway. No, I feel like TikTok TikTok's showcases the problem. In, like, oh, I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying TikTok's the problem. It. I'm just saying I see it on TikTok. Oh, I see, yeah. I see. TikTok okay. is the place where I am most aware of the people that just flaunt around the city. Yeah. Also, that but girl also who does like day totally in the life of a stay-at-home child. Oh, she's so funny. But she's the like stay-at-home daughter. She had yeah, day in the life of a stay-at-home does daughter. That mean, like homeschooled. Oh my god, no. no she, she her just dad's has a rich just dad. so rich that she never has to work in her life, and she just like oh, this isn't like this isn't like world. a kid who's like in no, school. she's like twenty-six. Yeah, like like Damn. those people. I'm just like. Oh, her okay. videos, like she literally, I saw one the other day and it was like, so mommy and daddy are in the Bahamas uh, for that anniversary. So I decided to go out for, you know, just a couple of days. I'm not really going to see them, but I'll meet them for dinner every once in a while. And she's just like there and meets them for one dinner and then just has the free holiday in yeah. the Bahamas. See, like at that it's point, ridiculous. I feel like when you have nothing, like, because she has nothing going on, right? Like mm. unless. TikTok. <laughs> well, TikTok. Yeah, that's a good point. Um <laughs> But, like, she has, like, nothing going on. I feel like when you're at that level of, like, wealth and, like, you have no reason. Like, you're such a trust fund kid that you have no reason to have a job. Like, you're, it's not even I'm going to, like, work at daddy's company. It's I'm going to live off of daddy's money forever. Mm-hmm. Like, you get so boring that you have to do increasingly, like, wild Outlandish shit. Outlandish shit. Like, yeah. go to the Bahamas just for fun. Mm-hmm. Or, like, 
you know, like, like, like just stuff that like to normal people, it's like, oh, you just like did that on a whim. Like, that's kind of, that's kind of weird. Like, I can't really do that. I have work tomorrow. Like, I have school tomorrow, you know, or yeah, something like yeah. that. And they're like, oh, I wouldn't get that. But there's like I'm no gonna go consequences do coke almost. off of like the weekend's ass crack now. It's like, you <laughs> remember in um, The Office, like when like somebody wins the lottery or something. And then I think Kelly, um, who, if you remember Kelly and or watch The Office at all, mm-hmm. um, was like, oh, if I, w- oh, George is looking at me like, no. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I have it by no One of the characters, she's like, oh, if I won the lottery, like, I'd still work, but, like, for a dollar a year, and I'd come in around noon, and, like, I wouldn't do any work, but, like, who cares? I'm yeah. not, I'm getting paid a dollar a year. Yeah. I'm like, just do that. Yeah. Like, just go, you know, just like, find have s- somewhere to go. Yeah, yeah. find I, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to. I literally, I've been out of school for, like, three days, because finals are over, and I've had shit to do as well, but I'm, like, losing my mind. Like, last night, we were all sitting in here, and I was, like, kind of awake, because I'd I was well rested for the first time in three months mm. and everyone else was still tired and because they're still dealing with finals yeah, and I was kind of like finals. bouncing off the walls a little bit because I don't know how to not have something to do. Mm. So what's the weirdest Melinda you've ever met or the most annoying Melinda? Oh, man, that's like, that's a hard question. Like going to NYU, that's like a hard question because I yeah. feel like... Everyone's you know, a Melinda? Everyone like when I first like got into NYU... Everyone in my family who's like, you know, they're, they're all like love, like elitism and prestige and whatever. They're like, wow, NYU, big deal, like all that. So I came back after like Thanksgiving break and they're like, how is it? Like, you know, is everyone so smart and like cool and whatever? And I was like, no, like half of the people here are genuinely like idiots. Yeah. And like half of the people here are smart and like passionate and have a motivation. I respect them a lot. But half of them are really just like they were kids who were raised expecting to go to college which Mm -hmm. i was also like you know expected to go to college so i get that but like because of that they never really found a passion and -hmm. never really like knew what they wanted to do so they just decided to apply to like you know the best school with the most prestige for you know the same reasons everyone wants to like be able to brag about the things that they're doing and then they get here and they have no idea what to do and they have no supervision and they have yeah. no plan laid out for them. Yeah. I've so always I found like people who are in Gallatin who came here and they're like, I don't really know what I want to do. Yeah. I've always found them so perplexing because yeah. deciding to come here was such a big deal. Right. I'm like, can you imagine coming here with no plan? Especially yeah. like, 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 I want to use an expensive school. Oh, like yeah. I took on some like loans for it. Like, yeah, I, like, I, like I had to know what I was doing here, to make like, it worth so, it. But also like, some people in Gallatin are really like carving out their own path. No, some people in Gallatin, Gallatin is like so half people I, I think are the smartest people ever. Yeah, what and I find half people who, who I'm just slightly really afraid have of. No clue. What I find even more perplexing is people who come to NYU for a very specific reason, go into one of the very specialized schools, and then just kind of flow in and out, don't go to class, don't yeah. care, take three weeks off, mm-hmm. don't, I don't, you know. Which, like, it's just, in, like, because, like, I get, like, you know, we all need breaks. We all need time away. Like, I have skipped class before because I was just, like, I just, like, I have a lot of things that I need to yeah. get done and I need to sleep. And, like, all of it, like, we all, we've all been there. But, yeah, I feel like if you're paying this much money to go here and, like, all of this and then you skip most class. Yeah. I'm just, like, like, you know, yeah. to each their own, but, like. I'm not going to want, like, I don't want to, Yeah. like, I don't vibe with that. Yeah. Which is, like, I feel like with every, like, place that has, like, you know, 
that's like an elite institution that has this kind of prestige, like whether it's like a like school like NYU or like a high paying job, like whatever it is, I feel like half the people there are always going to be just idiots who like got here off of like their Other family's people. money connections, yeah. like whatever it is, and don't really have a plan. They were just kind of put in a place because yeah. it would look bad for the family mm-hmm. if they weren't put in a place. Yeah. Which like it's just always weird cuz like like my freshman year roommate didn't know how to do his laundry mm. like he like passed out one of like the first like weeks because he wasn't drinking enough water like what? basic th- right <laughs> i feel like i told you guys this <laughs> you story. forget to drink yeah. water like it's one thing to not know how to do laundry yeah i had to t- like he like passed out in the shower and i just like walked in after like a morning class and he was laying like wet in his underwear on his bed and i was like and his knee was, like, bleeding. And I was like, are you good? He's like, yeah, yeah. I, like, passed out in the shower. I was like, you need to go to, like, the health center. Like, you need to, like, like drink this water. And then we're, like, going to, like, Uber to the health center. Like, I, you need to be okay. You need to go to see a doctor. Wow. And I'm just like, like, and I feel like that's, like, an extreme case. But, like, it literally did happen where somebody, yeah. because they weren't around people, reminding them to do, like, one of the three things that humans need to do to <laughs> not die. <laughs> Breathe, eat, and drink. Yeah, like didn't do sleep. that thing. Oh, sleep, like four things. I'm if sure there's a few things around your parents. I think that you've got a whole different problem. I, I, I feel like that just might be an actual like health issue that yeah. you need to <laughs> see a doctor. That is instinctual. About. You do not choose. Yeah, Fair I don't enough. breathe. No biggie. Breathing's for the weak. Wow. Well, Melinda's, they're a type, huh? Melinda's are fascinating. Melinda's are this, fascinating. You think you're a Melinda? Change. <laughs> <laughs> Go to therapy. Not your outfit, though. You've got enough good outfits. Yeah, yeah. Ch- change your personality. Go to therapy. Find something that you're interested in. Yeah. That, like, I will say being a Melinda for a day or two is fun, though. For a what? For a day or two is fun. Oh, no, yeah. I definitely it's had Melinda Everyone moments. likes to, like, Melinda out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, everyone likes to, like, wear a stupid outfit and walk through New York yeah, yeah, and no, feel a little fun. bit like a Melinda it's, for it's, a second. It's part of, like, you know, you gotta... Like, I, I feel like everyone in college has to have their Melinda moment. Their Melinda moment. Yeah. yeah. But, funny. but it can't be a I lifestyle. have a Melinda moment at least three times a week. I'm not gonna lie. But... Um, <laughs> John's like, yeah. John's like, Catherine, then, I was talking about you the whole time. <laughs> I kept looking at you. You did, you too. Yeah. <laughs> So well, there's another there's another segment on this podcast uh, where we give you two minutes to convince us of something, and you're a very very opinionated person. I am. So I feel like you're gonna have uh, right, I have something a, wild for I us. I have like a not that serious one and like a relatively serious one. Which one do you want me to go with? Whichever one you. Want. We le- we usually lean on the not that serious, but if it. you can fit both in two minutes. We'll unpack both. All right, all right. I'm trying to like eye the clock there, the little timer. I got we'll you. I got you. Look at me. Oh my God. I got Another you. timer. John, we'll baby. I got you. Oh, the funding for this show is insane. <laughs> right? Yeah. They have microphones and like two computers. Guys, oh. please Micro- uh, give oh, us reviews. I forgot most. what a microphone was. <laughs> I thought you meant tiny phones. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're looking at my phone. Can I trust you? Can I trust you to like use this timer correctly? I was like, you're looking at this phone. Remy, that's and you decided to describe it as tiny. She's just been hearing like the the theme song. Remy would use a A microphone. microphone. (laughs) You're right. Oh Um, god. All right, I'll start with the silly one, and we'll see if I have time. Three, two, one. 
All right, all right. So this is something that really irks me a lot is when people, and you're all artists, so maybe like you'll understand or having like a deeper look in this, but I feel like a lot of people kind of like relegate animation as like an art, like a medium, an art form, whatever you want to call it, to like kind of being a childish thing. And I really like that irks me. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like we've been talking about Pixar. They make children's movies. DreamWorks makes children's movies. Like all of that. And so people always assume that anything animated is childish, which like is kind of true in the American context where everything that's supposed to be like adult and serious is like, you know, real life people and like real like physical actors. And then most childish things are animated. But first off, in a lot of, you know, other countries, let's say like Japan, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I watch anime, but occasionally I do because a lot of my friends love anime. Um, I'm not saying I do, but maybe I do. I'm not saying I do, but I spent a lot of time on it. But but (laughs) everybody should watch One Piece, which is a thousand episode TV show, which is incredible. Um, And like a lot of like anime isn't made for children. Like it's very adult. It's very serious. And it's very good in my opinion, because... With animation, you have the ability to be a lot more creative. Like, you can do a lot of things that you can't do in live action, Mm -hmm. where I feel like you're kind of limited, either whether it's, like, by budgetary needs or just by, like, what is possible in live action. Yeah, I don't have time to do the serious one. I'm just going to stick with the animation (laughs) thing. Um, Anyway, and and I also, like, the other thing is that I feel like when people talk about, like, you know, these big Hollywood blockbusters that are, like, very serious and for adults, like, whatever, the Avengers, Transformers, like, most war movies, like, most of that at this point is CGI. Like, most of that is animation. It's just animation that's supposed to look like the real world. And so it always irks me when people are like, I don't want to watch this thing because, oh, that's, like, animated. That's, like, made for kids. When, like, they touch on adult themes oftentimes in a very mature way that a lot of like specifically Hollywood media doesn't really get to. Oh my God, five seconds left. What do I say? Everyone watch One Piece. Um, (laughs) Very beautiful show. But yeah, animation like rocks. It kicks ass. Everyone should watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's the best movie ever. I haven't seen it, but I do know I need to watch it. Devin agrees. The thing I'm going to say is that I agree with this very strongly. And the the main thing that sticks into my head is Frozen 2. Mm. I think Frozen 2, and I know it's like (laughs) not necessarily the most high quality piece of animation, but in terms of topics. No, yeah, it touches on a lot of like very adult themes. It's more adult than you would think. No, yeah. And like, I just, like, I remember I watched it with Mariah, and I remember we both just sat there and we were like sobbing because it's just like. It it, it manages to do things that you can't do in. With real people. Because it's very it does very creative things with like the ice powers and like yeah. the wind and like the water and all, like And the horse going over the sea. The horse going over the sea. Like that's stuff that would require like green screen and mm. like lighting and like all of which this. Which ages badly which anyway. Which ages badly anyway and is really just like super expensive animation. Yeah. I I completely agree with you. Yeah. I fucking love cartoons. You know this about cartoon me. Is, we commiserate about cartoons all the time. Yeah. Um I think they're great, and I was exposed to them through the really crude, gross ones like Family Guy and American Dad and all mm-hmm, of those mm-hmm. ones, and those are the ones I always watched when yeah. I was younger. And even some of those, like, they're creative they're with the animation. They're still fun. Like, I'm glad ways. I watched yeah. all of them. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, but yeah. I've since discovered that cartoons can be incredibly more, mm-hmm. like, thought-provoking and critical and interesting and have, like, incredible plots and... I keep saying the one thing we're missing in this friendship group is someone who can do animation. That would be Because cool. I would die to write and then have like mm. voice and produce and direct. And like the one thing we just need is someone who can bloom and animate the thing. That's like true. I would die to work on something like that. And I think 
Yeah, I completely well, agree. Roommate, I completely agree. My roommate Henry. Henry animates. Um, well, I mean, he he draws like he he draws like in like anime style. Like he draws manga. He has mm. like plans for like manga. Well, Sarah, um, so Devin's like, sister is gonna go into animation. So okay, I've so you got my eyes on one. her. That's I also awesome. hate to brag, but uh, over quarantine, I made a penguin wave. All right, that's kind of that's kind of huge. Okay. So we can make a, a don't know what you're cartoon about, about I, uh, penguins. penguins. Oh no, it wasn't waving; it was throwing a ball. Mm. Even more impressive. Okay, that is actually pretty cool. No, I yeah, only want no the waving deal. penguin. I'm not gonna lie. I strongly agree. I don't think animation is for children. Mm-hmm. It, it can be for children, yeah, but I yeah. don't think it's exclusively for children. And I think even in American culture, I think even in the examples that you've made, I don't think cartoons are always for children. Like Family mm-hmm. Guy. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's true. That's n- not for kids. South Park. South, South Park. Park. Even, some t- even sometimes yeah. The Simpsons. The, children yeah. should not be watching Sim- some of the stuff that... Yeah. yeah. And just because like, it's cartoons. Yeah. You know? I agree. And I also think there's so many... The thing you said about there being so many more options with it, mm-hmm. I completely agree because it's... Like, even one of my favorite, and I've spoken about this on the podcast so many times, I'm so sorry, but if you guys haven't watched it yet, please go watch Midnight Gospel. But the Midnight Gospel, right, that is a podcast that was turned... Oh, it where they It was animated. Thing? Yeah, and it's like And cool. it's, it works so well. Like, mm-hmm. we could do that. Like, yeah. even we posted on our Instagram, clips from the podcast, mm-hmm. and Devin, like, put in our images and, like, some yeah, come on, Devin. animated a little video for it, and people loved it. You oh, know, like yeah, just yeah, giving yeah. people like visual stimulation. It's cool. That's not people. But it's like in a like really creative. Like if you watch, I said like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch that and then watch like in the same year around the same time came out, like the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. And, yeah. Like, I love Tom Holland. Like he's lovely. He is British, which is unfortunate, but. Yeah, he grew <laughs> up right near me. You know what though? I do desperately miss the Disney like princess, not necessarily just princess movies, but cartoon mm-hmm, princessy mm-hmm. do they not style. still make them no it's they've like passed 3D, on to right? they've moved yeah, on like to frozen stuff and listen frozen than, stuff uh, yeah. and tangled it's great love those incredible i miss the old stuff you know i miss the animated it. barbie movies the og ones yeah, they, they were great. They like Barbie Fairytopia totally. with Bibble. Oh, I remember. I, I know you do. I don't believe that you I haven't remember. watched that movie. I don't remember. And if you haven't watched that movie, we're watching that movie, John, because you'll love it. Well, that's... Yeah. I, I hope it holds up. It will. Several years later. Oh, it really will. It really will. I have no doubt in Barbie Fairytopia. Mm. I also think it's easier to like suspend your disbelief with animation. Yeah. Like, mm. I don't know, I, because you're being put into this fantasy world where you're not expecting it to be real necessarily like i'm keep thinking about the horse on the water in frozen 2 <laughs> but like if you watched an actual person an actual horse do that i think you're more likely to be like oh how did they do that like mm. what or like you're like more That's likely true. to notice like flaws yeah with, like, the whereas when it's like animation you're like yes and this is the world that also has something to do with like how little people know about animation like animation is quite uh like I feel like not a lot of people know as much about animation. And for example, we were watching anime with Ciara the other day and she was like, this is so impressive, the way that they've animated this blood. And I can't remember. Devin, what anime was it? Uh, we were watching Jujutsu Kaisen and then we watched Demon Slayer as well. Yeah, but so, she was yeah. she was saying, oh my God, the way they've animated this blood was so like intricate and interesting and it's so impressive and that's why I love it. And I was like, oh, you're watching this the way I watch live action. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that has something to do with yeah. just our ignorance to animation in general. Okay. 
Yeah. So I guess we're all on the same page then. I think we animation are. Give animation a chance. Please Give it do. a chance. It's so worth it. Just like, 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 and the one like exception I feel like for people is always the Studio Ghibli movies, because like. Which I'll give you some examples. Um, oh my god. I'm forgetting the names. Like my um, neighbor Totoro. Um, Floating, I was oh, yeah, the name. yeah, Floating. yeah. Okay, yeah. Like those kind of things mm-hmm. where, like, they are very, like, their works of art, they're beautiful, they're so but, like, gorgeous. A lot of, like, a lot of animation is, like, stuff like that, which is, like, very moving, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that you can do something with imagery that you can't do in the real world, or, like, you're because you're not restricted to just the yeah. physics, the laws of nature, the laws of, like, what is able I mean, to it's exist. Like, it's a form of fine the, like, art. Present, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that the fact that people don't consider it that way in especially in america i'd say mm-hmm. is pretty unfortunate because yeah. i think that it has a lot of creative potential yeah. that could make people a lot more fun everyone's homework is to go watch a cartoon or an anime or watch one piece okay watch one piece or watch the midnight watch all thousand episodes of one piece wow john i'm so happy you've been here I'm We've been waiting to, be to record this episode forever. We're waiting until we're all fully coming. vaccinated. Thank you, Pfizer boy. Thank, I, I'd like to thank this. This podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Pfizer. the Pfizer vaccine. <laughs> Dr. Fauci. <laughs> by Dr. Fauci. Fauci, Fauci. Fauci's Italian. What do you have to say about that? Is he Italian? I feel like that's an Italian. Were you here when we were talking about the big Fauci nut? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. We'll talk about it after, not on the podcast. <laughs> what um, a cliffhanger. Yeah. John, do you have any final words of wisdom? Um, free Palestine. <laughs> yes, fuck yeah. Had to be said. Um, to be said. literally, the state of Israel, the Israeli military, Israeli settlers are yeah. committing what can only be considered a, a wide massacre of Palestinian people in Gaza, in the the West Bank, even Palestinian citizens of Israel. Um, nowadays, nowadays being this past week, and it's been worse than it has been in mm-hmm. like probably over a decade. It's very horrific. Um, everyone should be furious um mm-hmm. and everyone should do something about it support I, your local palestinian organizations there's a lot of solidarity groups um find your love in the people find your love in humanity you know do something beyond yourself be become moved by by the will of the people and you know do something that is very obviously the right thing to do because this isn't as complicated as people try to make it seem it's yeah. just the colonizers versus the colonized Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like you're the perfect person to ask this, but where would you point people in terms of places to follow, places to donate, places to? Uh, so in terms of donations, right now, a lot of Palestinian Palestinian people are saying don't donate yet. Okay. okay. Um, and by the time this podcast comes out, that could change. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're saying don't donate yet because they want to maintain this as a political issue, mm-hmm. right? Um not a humanitarian one. And there are like different GoFundMe setups specifically for families in Gaza who, you know, are losing the breadwinners of their family, are losing their homes, are losing businesses, things like that to um, this process that the state of Israel and the Israeli military calls mowing the lawn, where they Mm. kind of just unilaterally bomb everything in a specific area. And they always claim, oh, we're killing terrorists, but it's kind of in the same like war on terror bullshit rhetoric Mm. that you know, the Bush administration and the Obama administration, and the Trump administration, and now the Biden administration have been using. Um, so it's, you know, all very racialized, all very kind of made up scare tactics to make people, you know, be afraid that specifically, you know, this Islamic enemy is going to come and kill, you know, it's all crap. Most people are just civilians. Most people just want to live. Yeah. Um, 
in terms of who to follow if you're in New York City, follow Within Our Lifetime. That's at W-O-L Palestine on Instagram. Um, it's the organization that I do things with. Incredibly cool organization. Uh, mobilizes the youth, specifically Palestinian youth um, in New York. Uh, you can follow um, uh, Noura Arakat. She's a famous Palestinian human rights attorney. Um, and does a lot of cool stuff in the United States. Um, you can follow Mohammed El Kurd, um, who is one of the people whose family, who he is in Sheikh Jarrah, which is kind of what instigated all of what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. um, is that his family is one of several families who have been forcefu forcefully evicted from their homes in Sheikh Jarrah, which is not the first time that he's been forcefully evicted from someplace. And the difference between what happens in the U.S. when somebody is evicted, which we consider you know, product of gentrification versus what's happening in Palestine is that he won't just be unhoused. He's going to be a refugee. Um, like, he, he's going to be displaced by colonial policy, not just by gentrification, um, which, though both are very awful, there is an important kind of legal and, like, tangible distinction between the two that we need to consider. Anyway, yeah, free Palestine. Free um, Palestine. All the way. Support Palestinian resistance. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um show up for Palestine. That's all I gotta say. It's a very horrific massacre. It's not complicated at all. It's just <laughs> colonizers, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. attacking colonized people and colonized people resisting violence. Thank so, you. Thank yeah. you for all of that. Also, watch One Piece. <laughs> Free Palestine and watch One Piece. And Ratatouille. And, and well, oh maybe God, not Ratatouille. Just have Una right like, describe it to you. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Whenever That's not that come out yet. Out. It, it, it I feel like, well. like you should like be quick to copyright that for this podcast so that they have to like shell out a lot Honestly, of money to you Honestly, let's just make it. it. We've got the oh summer. God. Let's make it in July. I've got this on record. I can be like we need to publish this right now guys yeah we we need evidence that this <laughs> yeah. the day before this episode comes out I'd be advertised ratatouille. Ratatouille too. I'd be really Ratatouille. surprised if they haven't already patented ratatouille Una yeah, do you I'm have like a final people. ratatouille quote to to close us off with I sure do <laughs> It is the job of a critic to forget her line I don't know it actually I lied to you it is, it, cookie, ooh, ooh, ooh. This is a good one, this is a good one. Uh-huh. Anyone can cook. That's it. No. That's it? <laughs> That's a quote. It's a beautiful quote. That's Very from Gusto. Anyone can cook. And Sorry. happy birthday, John. Happy, happy birthday, John. Thank you. Happy 21st. Wow, that's pretty it's crazy. crazy. I'm an adult now. You can go to the clubs when they open. Yeah. Oh my God, speaking of birthday, my aunt's calling me to wish me a happy birthday. So well, pick up to your we aunt. We ended this right on time. You did that right Bye on everyone. time. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye, everyone. I'll go turn out the lights. John's talking to his aunt. <laughs> and it's also midday. <laughs> it's also midday, but I want the sound. <laughs> Good night, kids.